I am Optimus Prime. You are listening to Cartoon Commentary. There is more to Tom, Keith, Corey, and Dylan than meets the eye, and almost all of it is inappropriate for children. You have been warned. Transform and roll out! Alright, we're good. So, there's a song I want you guys to listen to, and I, I just, I don't know, I, I, I think you're all going to like it. And you, you'll understand why once the music kicks in. It's a band called Madness, and this is the beginning of their album. Tell me if it's too loud. Hey, you! Don't watch that! Watch this! This is the heavy, heavy monster sound! The nuttiest sound around! So if you've come in off the street and you're beginning to feel the heat, well, listen, Buster, you better start to move your feet to the rockinest, rock steady beat of madness! Oh, what's that? Sh- what's the Nickelodeon show we watched? Uh, Corey Pick. Kablam. Kablam, thank you. It reminds me of the <laughs> Kablam theme. Yeah, that's my other favorite band. That's the, uh, is it the Toasters, I think? Yeah, it's, it's, they, they do the main theme song. To Kablam? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, we went really? over this on the theme song episode, I think. But I won't I play the whole thing. But you, but you guys get the gist. Yeah. So Dylan, you're I saying like, you have Dylan has a style. I mean, yeah. Dylan has a lot of styles, but I feel like this is Dylan's favorite yeah, style. That. I heard that and was like, <laughs> "Can I like this song yep. like five times?" He was like, <laughs> "Oh, I need new pants." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that game. Game. Taylor Swift style, but. <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. She has a song named Style. Oh. Well, so I know I know Keith joke. would I know Keith would have liked the song. No one got that, Tom. Cuz cuz you you uh David you like Scott music. Oh yeah. I know Tom would like the song cuz I know Tom likes music like that, but I don't know if Corey's ever actually listened to the Scott music like that. No. See, it's one of those things where uh you have friends in high school that get into certain types of music, aka mm-hmm. ska, AKA to the point. Nate. Yeah, and, and they're like so into it to the point okay. where you're just like, yeah. "Fuck this shit!" It, it ruins it for me. I'll be honest. <laughs> I forgot about how much Nate likes ska music. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Because it, it kind of coincided yeah. with the whole marching band thing and yes. i remember the way i felt back then was marching band was wasting my friend's time to be fair to be fair i was right yeah, yeah. yeah it's uh-huh. very much 100 so. percent dylan but said like, you were right and i said you're not wrong <laughs> I was, i'm still subconsciously trying to justify it <laughs> <laughs> I will admit, I, the only thing that I really got out of marching band was the ability to friends. sight read. Yeah, friends and the ability to sight read music better. But the fucking band trips on the bus and lugging stuff? No, fuck all that shit. What, what, oh, what, what a waste of time. Terrible. What a waste of time. I could have been getting high. Yeah, so, <laughs> <laughs> so like anything related to Ska that he was into, I related to you're into this because band. 
And I was just like, that's... It, plus, it's just not really my style. So, but, like, what for I... the most part, I avoided it. While everybody was, like, talking about Five Iron Frenzy and the Aquabats, I was just like, nah, I'm good over here with Okay, rap. so here, he, I'm glad you said those two bands, because that is heavily what Nate got into and, and Rob listened to a lot. Um, I, I didn't like Five Iron Friends. Well, not that I didn't like them. They just weren't my favorite band. Um, and then what was, oh, and then the Aquabats. I'm sorry. I just, I love them. Um, I saw them in concerts were the best concert I've ever been to. Um, but there's a difference between the ska music that Nate listened to and the ska music that I listened to. The difference between the music and the, I don't know how to describe this. The, actually, the only way to describe this is Nate is someone who didn't do, do drugs, right? Like, very kind of, like, good grades, like, you know, kind of, it, it's Nate. You, you guys understand what I'm saying. Yeah, I, grades, not yeah. saying. Not saying I'm a drug mm. addict or anything like that, but, like, you know, I smoked cigarettes. I was into punk music and stuff like that. So the ska music that Nate started listening to was very clean pristine ska music the mm -hmm. ska music i listened to was like operation ivy where it's like dirty and like rough sort of so dylan's ska music was all about like ass to mouth and fingering and yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. whereas like nate's nate's was like happy times good days and, and dylan's and was like style. finger Holden. blaster without washing <laughs> your hands <laughs> 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 yeah, yep. That's actually yeah. It's a good way to describe it. I want I want all or nothing. Oh man, shit. <laughs> all or nothing. I love it, man. I love it. Honestly, yeah. Dylan, send me some recommendations because I want right. to. I because the thing is, I He's never for new things to beat off well, to. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I no. You know, it's funny though is that like a lot of the Scott music that I listened to was oh, there was a lot of Aquabats, there was some Five Iron Frenzy, and then like you listened you know, like, to a lot was... of Five Iron Frenzy. You did. You know, I listened to Don't a lot deny of, that. Oh, no, I, will, I did. I will. <laughs> I absolutely did. But I also like what was it like? Real big fish. Mighty Mighty Boston. Yep. like you know, yep. like the mainstream well, ones that classics, people people yeah. didn't even understand were ska. Like it was yeah. like, oh, this is weird that this rock band has like a trumpet. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that's that's what people thought. But like, yeah. I don't know. I never actually stumbled upon like you know grungy ska. Um, oh, it's just—it's so good. It's just—I can imagine it being good. Yeah, I just—I didn't think that existed. I just thought Scott was too poppy to be dirty. No, see, I can't see. You know me with pop music. I'm not a pop music. I mean, I yes. like the Beatles. I people argue with me, but like, poppy is just—it just turns me off. Anything poppy, I'm just mm. like, eh. So uh, the thing is, I feel like I'm self-aware about this enough to know <clears throat> that. The way Dylan is talking about this uh, is the same way I would talk about trying to, like, sell you guys on, like, the rap music that I like. Where it's just, like, you believe it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. And maybe, so, maybe so like, that's why I'm trying not to, like, just dismiss it as, like, ah, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, because I if know someone I'm... were just, like, I don't like rap... Like like some people will definitely say, and it's just like, well, but have you like what what don't you like? You know, you start asking questions that are just like, well, what what's the problem with what you're hearing? So exactly like the content? same thing. It's it's like we're literally. I may not be able to find it tomorrow. I may not be able to find it next week. But there is a ska band that I would be able to find that I would give you Corey and be like, listen to this, and you'd be like, okay, this is good. Like this is. 
you know, and then you would find a rap song where I, well, obviously I'm into hip hop. Um, yeah, but, but I'm talking more song. like for if someone weren't into rap, yeah, then it's like, well, why don't you like rap? Because all you can think of rap is is like Little John and the East Side Boys just yeah. saying the same word over and over again. The, with the Island Boys. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, that's, that's, gonna, that's like the, the I'm gonna apocalyptic leave, scenario. I'm going to leave the podcast the next time that someone brings up the Island Boys. Oh, so. God. That's <laughs> <laughs> how so much I don't like so, them. So this is the thing is that like I, I like some rap music, but this is the, like I didn't. I didn't get real deep into rap, and Jeez, I you're feel like one like, of the whitest people I know. Yeah, I know, but you know what? Like, I listened to you know what? Actually, from Rob Newman, I listened. Tom's to, slightly yeah, whiter. Uh-huh. I listened to a whole bunch of. Uh, yeah, it's true. Tom oh, does wear bow ties. Yeah, this is true. true. Tom does wear bow ties. Wait, he's, okay, he's also he, wait, he's a professor. Wait, I want to hear Tom defend himself. Uh, well, I was going to defend bow ties. I was going to say oh, you know where no. bow ties originated from, right? No, yeah. pirates. Mediterranean pirates oh, really? or really Asian pirates? Oh, yeah, uh, pirates were the first ones to sport bow ties. Yeah, just the white pirates well, though. Why? Because <laughs> they, they couldn't tie a tie. Teeth. They were, you know. And so that way, know. when they got captured and showed up to court, they were all nice and clean cut. <laughs> it, it, it was badass at the time because it was new, fashionable. Because nobody know. knew how to tie them. It was no, a secret. no, exactly, Keith. No one except pirates knew the secrets behind tying a the bow tie. Secrets behind bow ties. Ah. I have learned these secrets. <laughs> 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 and you know, consequently, a lot of Tom's neighbors have been calling the police department saying they've been pillaged. It's, it's just, it's just a weird it's a Tom, weird coincidence. Tom in a but Tom in a pirate hat with a buckling sword and his harmonica. He's standing he's standing on the back deck of his house just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Oh, that's great. I just broke the internet there. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Uh, that was me yelling into my mic. <laughs> I had that all queued up. Too excited. <laughs> oh, that was good. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, can you can you play anything yet? Try just for, <laughs> no. for, for just for once for shits and giggles, because you have no experience. I'm so excited right now. Try to play Happy Birthday, and as a music teacher, I'm gonna love this. And if you make a mistake, just keep going. This is gonna be so good. I like this experiment. Okay, okay. Wait, you gotta find the right starting note. <laughs> the biggest search the biggest around, biggest no, search, search around, search around, and find the right note to start no, on. No, 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 he's not allowed about. to do that. He uh, just okay. has to go. He's just gonna <laughs> took a big deep breath. I was about to go, and then I heard Keith talking. Keith, shut up. <laughs> uh, all right, all right. Let me uh, let me shake I'm it so off. <clears throat> I'm gonna mute myself. Here we go. Shit, I forgot how happy birthday goes for a second. (laughs) You have to sing it in your head at the same time you're playing. I'm so focused on playing this perfectly as I have done so far that I forgot how to how it goes. Oh my Wait, God. hold on a second. My stomach hurts. 
Um, so last week I said Tom should get a chromatic like uh, harmonica because it'll sound worse when you play something. But I just realized that he bought a harmonica that's in the key of C major. So no yep. matter what he plays, it's always going to sound happy. So if he goes to this funeral and starts fucking harmonica, it's just going to sound so happy. <laughs> I don't want to die first. Tom, I don't want to die first so much. Tom, I'm going to quit smoking cigarettes so I don't die first. So I, just, so I can see this. Tom, you need, you need, at, my, at my funeral, uh, instead of Amazing Grace, I want you to play Oh Danny Boy. Okay? But in C major. so It's not in C major. I know. That's the point. <laughs> oh god oh, that's, a, that's a solemn song is he's gonna make it happy for me yo keith i am i'm murdering you because i want to see this next week oh my god <laughs> i want to see it too which is sad because it only happens if i'm dead see now that you set it out a podcast that's premeditated and not a crime of passion oh my god. yes all right life in jail i'm gone <laughs> <laughs> Which means you actually get to miss the funeral. Don't look. Oh. Oh, no, no. That's only if he gets convicted before the funeral. Or charged. So I just have to hold off on editing the he podcast. Just to, he just has to not get charged before the funeral, and he's fine. I don't know why I'm defending him. He's talking about killing me. Glory. <laughs> he's going to miss the funeral. Never mind the fact that I can literally just edit out the podcast. Oh, my God. I'm crying. I'm crying right now. Oh, my God. Ooh. Ooh, I didn't oh, catch your breath. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, uh, right. how about we uh, get dangerous? Yeah. What's up, Internet? Welcome to Cartoon Commentary, a podcast where four members of the Geek Squad, let's be clear, not the Best Buy Geek Squad, talk about old, new, and sometimes weird cartoons. I'm the terror that faps in the night. I am the cholesterol that clogs your arteries. I am Corey Zamir. I'm sorry. Did you say faps in the night? You're goddamn right. I he, did. <laughs> he did. He yeah, did. I caught that too. That was good. Because uh, I, I had that written down, but not faps. I had the actual quote. Goddamn, I'll have to pick another one. Let's see here. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm Tom. When there's trouble, call D.W. O'Connell. I'm Keith. I'm full of peanut butter, honey, and sauerkraut, Barnofsky. I'm Dylan. I'm not going. I hate the Mutterfords, and I hate their parties, Conlin. <laughs> It does sound like something Dylan would say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> today, we're continuing our unofficial adventure through, uh, what is it, Disney Afternoon cartoon block? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. With Darkwing Duck. I actually was looking into how many shows there were on there, and there's actually more than I thought hmm. of the... Uh, Disney afternoon cartoon block because it evolves over time. Yeah. So true. I was thinking we were almost done with it. We are, we've dipped our toe basically. Cool. Of the shows that are relevant, 
I guess to us, we're missing one, and that's Tailspin. Oh, that's a good one. Eh, I feel like out of the four, it's like the weakest one, probably. Sure, but we'll like, see. I, I, I remember enjoying picks it. it. I barely, barely watched that one. Um, but like, let me just read this list real quick uh, because it went from 1990 up to 99, so almost a good 10 years. Eh, that's yeah, about 10 Gummy years. Gummy bears of... better be on there. That's yeah, that's the first one on there. Um, Bouncing here and every there, everywhere. Oh, fuck so, Gummy Adventures with the Gummy Bears, DuckTales, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, Tailspin, Darkwing Duck, Goof Troop. Oh, yeah, Goof which Troop. Which is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Bonkers, Aladdin. Bonkers, Aladdin. <gasps> Gargoyles. Um, oh, here's yeah. a show that I've never heard of, and I don't actually know what the fuck it is. The Schnookums and Meat Funny Cartoon Show. What? What? Yeah. yeah <laughs> Can't I don't wait. Know. Repeat that one more time. The Schnookums <laughs> and Meat Funny Cartoon Show. Okay. That sounds made up. <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah. I up? feel like, th- well, this is off Wikipedia, so technically it could be made up if someone was just like, ah, I'm fucking with the wikis today. No one caught it. Um, but it does have a link, so maybe. Uh, the t- uh, the Lion King, Timon, and Pumbaa, Quack Pack, mm. Mighty Ducks, uh, 101 Dalmatians, the series, which I didn't know was a thing, and Hercules. But I think for our intents and purposes, I feel like if you're narrowing it down to like four shows, it's DuckTales, Chippendale, Rescue Rangers, Tailspin, and Darkwing Duck. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah. I picked Darkwing Duck this week because we did DuckTales last week and I was looking for something to watch and I was like, oh, uh, I recently actually introduced this to my daughter and accidentally gave her nightmares. So let me at, <laughs> really? least, let me at least get something good out of this. Yeah, you know, um, I mean, she's almost six, right? And you, you like looking at it, you're just like, oh, she could watch Darkwing Duck. And I'm like, I let her watch a couple episodes. <laughs> And the problem is she watched, like, I don't know, I think it's, like, the fourth episode in, and there's, like, a potato monster that oh, has yeah. fangs. And like I that, saw that That earlier. potato monster just apparently plagued her dreams for, like, three nights in a row, and that was literally last It did last when week. I was a kid, too. So, yeah, and I totally forgot about that, and forgot that children could get scared off of cartoons, and... Like children could get children could get scared of cartoons that are made for children. And Night of the Living Spud. Yes, it's that one. <laughs> yep. So um so yeah. Did you tell her that's why your ancestors fled Ireland? <laughs> no. <laughs> that's pretty good. I told I told her that my ancestors starved to death because they couldn't kill the, the living spud. Oh, okay. If they kill that thing, so it would affect reading, them for a long time. Reading the synopsis, which is very short on Wikipedia of the night of the Living Spud, uh, Bushroot tries to grow a wife for himself, but the result <laughs> is not the flower he expected. So it sounds like it's either a nightmare or a porno. Mm. <laughs> nightmare synopsis feels there. column A, a little column B. Yeah. Yeah, so that's like one of those episodes where like some of the villains are not always villains. I don't know. Sometimes they're just doing shit that's not great or just doesn't yield great results. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you guys though? I mean, I know that it wouldn't have won the full bracket of the the intro music uh, episode that we did a couple episodes ago, but the intro music pretty good, right? Oh um, yeah. 
it so I mean, it starts slow. Thank you, Corey. It, I thought it. I I remember it being epic as a kid, and when it first started, I was like, I remember it being better. And then it got to the catch part, and I was like, okay, there's that yeah. part. Yeah, it it builds up. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like Black Butler, right, Tom? Exactly. I was just <laughs> thinking that. <laughs> it's got a. It's it's so like. Yeah, 80s, like this 90s. part's okay. There you go. Right there. They just put that on repeat. Yeah. That should be my ringtone. Let's get dangerous. No, this whole <laughs> that whole middle section uh, of the song. Like even this part's still good, but the, I think it's just the intro. It's just a little slow. Mm. Yeah, I feel like it's made. I, I love the song. I feel like it is just the beginning part. That's like. Yeah. yeah, it's weak because the other ones like kind of start out like really strong. Yeah, mm. you know what's funny though is that in the like so my notes when I took notes on this episode, so I refer to him as Drake, Drake Mallard, Darkwing, <laughs> Darkwing Duck, and DW yeah. because he goes by all of those names based on what the situation is and who he's talking to. Um, so it might get a little bit confusing because of that, but I also think that it's funny that. Especially Launchpad always calls him DW. <laughs> yeah. And if he just called uh, him Drake, or if he just called him Darkwing, that is less syllables. So, like, he keeps well, on being like, I think he changes it up based on uh, who's around. Because it's a true. secret identity. Drake around the neighbors. So, he does, I think he calls him, like, Mr. Mallard or something like that. Uh, yeah. Mm. But, like, but DW is the most amount of syllables of all of his, like, aliases. That he's been being called. Yeah. Um, before you start going into the, the synopsis of the episode real quick, um, could you remind me the relationship between Launchpad and Darkwing Duck? Like, why is he working for him again? I forgot the, pilot. the story. So, according to the Wikipedia that I was in, because I was also trying to figure out, like, when this takes place, mm. as far as... Well, mm-hmm. the thing with that is... Um, it's not really, so according to the creator of the series, uh, Ted Stones, he stated in a 2016 report that he believes the two shows exist in different universes. Despite this, supporting characters Launchpad McQuack and Gizmo Duck appear in both series in similar roles, yeah. and Scrooge McDuck is mentioned in an episode of Darkwing Duck, Tiff of the Titans. So it's like... And I think like in like one of the reboots for DuckTales, mm-hmm. they have Drake Mallard, but he's an actor playing Darkwing Duck in, a, in, a, in an upcoming movie. Hmm. Uh... So it's like, they're not... I don't know. So, I don't know, multiverse... Which, yeah, it, it, everything has a multiverse nowadays, though. Well, I mean, this episode <laughs> itself has, is, a, is a multiverse <laughs> episode, because this is yep. the... Uh, the Negaverse. The Negaverse. Uh, I, I forget the full name of the episode. It's something in the Negaverse and everything. Um, it reminded me of the movie... Uh, 
Oh, the movie that just came out this past year. Everything. Everything and something all at once. Yeah, everything, everywhere, all at once. Yes. Yeah. I've never seen it, but. So it was pretty good. There's hot dog fingers. So. Um, oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, There's a, a whole universe where people have hot dog fingers. Um, like their fingers Is are. Is this a multiverse movie? Yeah. Yeah. This it's, uh, okay. It's fucking, I, I it's know nothing out. about that movie. Oh, then. so Thanks. real quick, what? the movie "Everything Everywhere All at Once." It's. A I thought it was like a rom com or something. It's no. <laughs> it's it is. Um, it is a, a comedy. <laughs> it is a comedy. It is a drama. I hope so. With hot it's, dog fingers. It's, it's also a multiverse <laughs> movie. It's a and it's it's really. <laughs> this sounds so ridiculous. It's really about the the story of. A mother and daughter having like a tenuous relationship and re- trying to reconcile that through the multiverse. Oh, <laughs> so, so it's about it's, family. It's about family. It's a real family-oriented oh. multiverse movie uh, with hot dog fingers. <laughs> so, <laughs> dude, honestly, it's it won all sorts of awards and like it's ridiculous, but like in a good way. Um. Anyway, let's get into this episode though. So. Darkwing Duck, uh, Season 1, Episode 35. Uh, the Fearsome Five are basically finishing up a heist, and they're loading up, you know, bags full of gold. And Negaduck uh, goes to leave, and they're all like, hey, like, why don't you hang out with us? And he's like, no, no, I don't like you guys. Uh <laughs> And they all accuse him of having a secret hideout because apparently none of them have hideouts, which just makes me think that they just do crime and then just like live on the streets, which, which is like <laughs> a very, it's like a very sad happenstance for like or, professional criminals. They're not secret hideouts; they're public hideouts. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's like a sign out front. <laughs> like, well, they wouldn't really be a hideout then. Quacker Jack lives here. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But like, so there's his place of residence. <laughs> Hello, Quackerjack residence. Um, <laughs> so they all kind of just get like peeved because Negaduck has like you know he acts like he's better than all of them, and uh, he is. He is, yeah, by far. Um, so he goes to leave, and they all decide to basically follow him. They're like, all right, we're we're gonna find out where his secret hideout is because. Apparently, I mean, I get it because if Tom had a secret hideout, I would assume that there's probably whiskey and snacks there, and I would want to find out where it is <laughs> so I could drink whiskey and have snacks. So, um, checks out. <laughs> so we we go to uh, we pan over to Drake Mallard, who's Darkwing Duck's uh, civilian, yeah, civilian alias. persona. Uh, he gets well, he actually just does. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. He gets woken up by Goslin. Goslin's his uh, adoptive daughter. Adoptive daughter, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know what the circumstance, honestly, was of him adopting her, but I don't remember, and I didn't look it up. Yeah, I'm but sure that I probably saw it. I don't know really. if they actually get into it too much. Maybe I they think do. Goslin's family were a famous family of trapeze artists. And they were doing this circus thing, and that's Two Face, and the, <laughs> the Riddler showed up and ended oh, up no. killing her that, family. I don't think that's even it's what weird. happened. I'm pretty sure that was a D and D character movie. backstory I had, but 
<laughs> Didn't they shoot? Yeah, they shot the family because the family's trying to disarm the bomb in Batman Forever. Two Face, Two Face, and Riddler. Was the third one. Yeah, Two Face and Riddler. Tommy Lee Jones. You know, it's and, been uh, for Jim fucking Carrey. ever since I've seen that movie. I don't remember. Movie. I don't remember them Tim being Burton involved in third. the reason. Were they? Yeah. The, uh, the, God damn it! This, Am I gonna have to watch uh, Batman Forever in 2023? You're gonna have to. Yep. Otherwise, I'm gonna look like the only one that knows anything about anything. No, I'm gonna have to thing watch is, I, I feel like I watched that movie a million times back in the day because that was back when we were kids and we didn't know any better. I used yeah. to watch Batman Forever. I, I've watched Batman Forever and Batman and Robin more times than I've watched Batman and Batman Returns. Which what one is, is wrong with with, you? Uh, with Danny DeVito as the Penguin? Batman Returns. Batman Returns. That's the one I've seen a million times over and over. Mm. I've probably seen Batman Forever the most. And I can't remember why Robin's parents died. I know it was like a trapeze so, accident there was some, of some sort. Some big event going on in the movie, and Val Kilmer or Bruce, yeah, Bruce Wayne is there with his date. They're at this this big circus event, and Two Face shows up to hijack it, and he's trying to lure Batman out, and he has a big bomb. It's like. You know, strapped to the top of the big, t- big top or the big tent or whatever where they're doing. Okay. It. And all right. And yeah, yeah his family cool. tries to, you know, stealthily get across and try yep, to disarm they tried the to bomb. Help. And and I think Two Face just looks up and just blasts them away with with his. You know, mm. Yeah, I remember this gun. now. Yeah. I don't, see, the so. thing is, like you mentioned, Two Face and the Riddler, and I don't remember the Riddler having much. Oh, the Riddler about. wasn't there, but it was in the movie, yeah. same movie with the Riddler. <laughs> But yeah, mm. hey, you know, Keith, get on with it. Yeah, hurry this up, Keith. Oh, I need sorry. to watch Batman hey, Forever tonight. Right. God well, damn, me too. <laughs> Even though I could memorize, I got it all memorized. Can I, I just think, say still. that the, the name of the movie Batman Forever sounds terrible because it just sounds like a really long Batman movie. It sounds like it should be the fourth one. Right? Yeah. Like, oh, this is Batman Forever. And I'm like, oh, shit, what is this, like four hours? Like, I can't. I don't have that time. <laughs> and, then, and then they call the fourth one Batman and Robin, even though Robin When they was could introduced. have called the third one Batman and Robin. Yeah. yeah exactly. They yeah. completely <laughs> fucked it up. Yeah. Yep. Well, that was what, the 90s? Yep. Pretty sure it was the 90s. Mm-hmm. Terrible time. Terrible time for movie naming. So anyway, Drake Mallard gets woken up by Goslin, his adoptive daughter, and um, she's basically yelling through a megaphone telling him that it's time to go to Honker Muddlefoot's birthday party. I'm not going to lie. When they said the name, I had to rewind it a few times to see what the name was because it literally sounded like they, they were saying motherfuckers. Really? We got to go to these motherfuckers' birthday party. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, is this like one of those Disney tricks that like we didn't hear as a kid and now I'm an adult and I hear it? Yep. I was like, got to go to this motherfucker's birthday party. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm not going. I hate those motherfuckers and I hate their parties. <laughs> Yeah, well, yes, and that's what Drake says. He goes, "I don't want to go." Drake Ballard, voiced by Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> I hate the mother. Does he look like a bitch? I hate the motherfucking motherfuckers. <laughs> I hate their motherfucking parties. What? Say what again? I dare you. Make me a purple lightsaber. 
Uh, so <laughs> we do not bestow on you the rank of master, motherfucker. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man. So Launchpad is uh, kind of pan over to Launchpad. He's uh, well. Goslin actually says like, no, Launchpad's already going. Like he he's picking up the birthday cake. You have to go. And Launchpad's at the bakery. And uh, the birthday cake is uh, flavored peanut butter, honey, and sauerkraut. He picked it out himself. I'd try that. Uh, the thing is, is that, so peanut butter and honey, sure. Perfect. Because you're just Great. sweetening peanut butter. I've done butter. it before. Yeah, yeah. Totally fine. I mean, it would kill Corey because, you know, peanut the allergy. But the like penis. sauerkraut. Yeah. Sour, I like sauerkraut. I don't think I'd like sauerkraut with peanut butter. I think that's where they get me. Sauerkraut with honey? Sure. Sauerkraut, when I cook sauerkraut, I put some brown sugar in it, sweeten it up a little bit. I could sure. understand honey. Peanut butter? I could... I'm not a big, huge sauerkraut fan. Like, in fact, I I don't hate it, but I'm not going for it at the dinner table. It's got, like, you know, everyone probably knows what sauerkraut tastes like. If you don't, I don't know where the fuck you've been. Uh, but I think the taste of the... Yeah, the taste that... <laughs> Of the sauerkraut that I don't like, I think would actually be covered up by the peanut butter. And I love peanut butter. Peanut butter is top three favorite food. Okay. So maybe it'll you know, work. I don't know. I yeah, really, peanut butter is pretty good. I really like yeah. sauerkraut. I really like peanut butter. I don't – I feel like it would have to be a really special kind of dish. Like it would have to be like a Thai-influenced dish that you're using sauerkraut in to do that like peanut butter flavor – with the yeah, sour because this is the yeah. thing is like thai food has like tamarind paste which is sour and then they'll use mm-hmm. like peanuts right so like i can it would to me it would have to be thai influenced which also it'd be a, a sour earthy sweet savory dish not but a cake we do have to remember that we also are talking about fucking sauerkraut it's, it's called true. sauerkraut for yeah. a reason mm-hmm. i mean do you like my sauerkraut? But have you ever had? Well, I don't know, Dylan. Have you ever eaten too much sauerkraut? Yes. My it's, dad is Chris, so yes. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I there was a period of time where I was where, where I was dieting, and I was just like, oh, I could just eat like some kielbasa, like a going low carb, mm, right? Sauerkraut's like all fiber. Uh, I eat kielbasa with like some nice like you know stone ground mustard and like a going. big pile of sauerkraut keep and going the problem is you know, i'm gonna keep going the problem keep is, is i gotta make sure i have no work meetings for the next two hours no don't ruin this for me <laughs> because after, after you eat like a pound of sauerkraut don't do it you're just going to squirt don't squirt Whoa. in the toilet <laughs> everywhere <laughs> You get that turned on, Keith? (laughs) No, your butt squirts. (laughs) You get that turned on, Keith? Your whole your whole body just goes, Oh no, this 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 is too much fiber. (laughs) But but that is one of those foods and even with my stomach problems, I would gladly go into knowing that I'm eating a perfect grilled kielbasa with mustard and kielbasa and uh, sauerkraut. Knowing I'm going to have to shit later, I will still <laughs> gladly savor that. Oh yeah, I know. I've, I've done. Good. I've done it like a hundred times. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm not saying that I did it once and stopped. I just had to plan ahead after the first time. I was just like, oh, he, if I eat, if I eat this much sauerkraut, <laughs> I need to block <laughs> off my schedule. Oh, I did not need that picture. <laughs> oh, oh my god, uh, I did not need to imagine yeah. that. You know what's great about that kind of joke? Uh, 
that I'm going to live rent-free in all your heads now. Oh, no. That doesn't hurt me no. at all. That hurts me a lot. <laughs> like, Keith, I got so, the cameras in so, your house. Hold on. So that do. means that theoretically, if someone were to watch oh, porn where that action would take place... In the back of your head, there, Keith. <laughs> it means, it means all, the, all no. of a sudden that's Keith. It means that before they turned the cameras on, they had too much sauerkraut. <laughs> all of a sudden, I'm that's scared because the internet has everything. You guys oh, yeah. know this is true. It has everything. Uh, all right, well, Tom, search uh, sauerkraut squirters and. Oh my fucking god! That's gonna be the next name of my band. <laughs> oh, no. oh my fucking god! Oh, oh, that'll get people's attention. So, oh god, I need to get back to this episode. So, Drake didn't want to go to the birthday party. Launchpad's picking up the terrible fucking cake. Uh, Negaduck, uh, shows up at the bakery because that's his secret hideout. He is not seen by Launchpad. He sneaks into a back room, but Launchpad does see the other four members of the Fearsome Five come into the bakery because they're not really trying to hide at all since they're just trailing Negaduck. And Launchpad sees them, he leaves with the cake, and he decides to go back to the party and tell DW. Um... A.K.A. Drake Mallard, A.K.A. Darkwing Duck, A.K.A. all of his other fucking names. Um, so then back at the birthday party, at Honker's birthday party, uh, Drake is having a terrible time. Uh, just kind of of his own volition. Like, it's not like a bad party per se. I mean... No, it's a bad party if you're making coconut burgers. Well, if you're making party. coconut burgers, <laughs> that is literally a burger on a grill... With half of a coconut just put on top of it, which yeah. is inedible. Wait, there was an actual burger part to that? I thought he literally just took coconuts and put them on a grill. Nah, no, there was a burger. Was a burger no, they were on a patty. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I missed that part. So, like, the coconut, though, is, like, inedible because the husk of the coconut. But, you know. Or the um, fact that it's a fucking coconut. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, Keith, I just want to tell you, I Google imaged sauerkraut oh, squirter no and no. i i'm so disappointed there's nothing funny there's, nothing. there's absolutely nothing funny it's like a gift yeah. of somebody op- porn. no it's like a gift of somebody no it's a gift of somebody opening like a bag of sauerkraut and in, in like the juice it's squirting, squirting. out yeah it's like <laughs> it's a- totally non-sexual Tom's well, like, we can make it sexual. <laughs> I get no, it, Tom. I... Tom, your first, your first, your first question was, "How am I supposed to masturbate to this?" <laughs> <laughs> so, in your Google search, there's no band called Sauerkraut Sauerkraut Squirters. Right? <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll check that. Out. Yeah, let's see. Sauerkraut. Uh, Sauerkraut's you... a hard word to say. Yeah. Or is that just me? Sauerkraut. Sauerkraut. When you say it too many times, sauerkraut isn't. Uh, I'm just gonna say it. Isn't kraut like a German word for something bad? I know. So sauerkraut is a thing. Like it's a food item, yes. right? And yeah. people used to call like back in World War II, people used to call the Germans krauts. Yeah. Because sauerkraut is a German food item, so they just kind of shortened it. And... Right. So when we were talking about 
you know, a sauerkraut squirter. I was thinking it was a porno. Oh, no. So Tom, Just a, a bitter, bitter German no. woman getting so, off. So Get, Getting off. <laughs> Just getting I, off. I thought you were going to say, if you were going to be derogatory towards Germans, instead of calling them krauts, we could just call them squirters. <laughs> oh, God. Nobody's going to get it. Nobody's going to get it but us. But I, I'm going to make a, a bold statement here, and I don't want to go down this rabbit hole. But didn't we just go through, like, this whole entire food thing with, like, removing Aunt Jemima from, like, the bottle and, like, Uncle Ben's now off of his rice and, like, all that stuff? I know it's different. It's completely yeah. different scenarios. But shouldn't we stop and calling it sauerkraut? Land of Lakes. Oh, is that what it was? Oh, oh I was going to say also the no, Land of Lakes no. ladies. Yeah. The, the oh yep yeah. that's true yep yep yeah. well the later lakes ones though is extra fucking special because did you see the, the memes about yeah, that where I they did. were like oh okay so land of lakes butter has the picture of like a stereotypical indian on it it's like the you know the land of lakes and that was like their territory so so the u.s government removed the indians from their land and then also on the label of butter, we removed them from their land. Didn't realize that. It was like, what the? <laughs> Come on, yeah. guys. Like, I get that we probably, I don't know. Like, I guess we shouldn't be using their, uh, like, a caricature of their, their people on on a product that's maybe not Native Americanly owned. But at the same time, removing it also looks pretty bad. I don't know. Um I think they just in a hundred years everyone's gonna forget about it. Like they what forget was, about everything. What's the controversy about Aunt Jemima? What's wrong with that? Well, the weird thing about that is I learned recently Aunt Jemima was based on a real person, a real woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I was like blown away when I found that out. I'm like, okay, so if she was a real woman, why are we I, removing I, her? I don't she know if like, this is true, but there was something that I don't I I, I don't know if it's true or not. It could have been an edited photo. It could have been something or photoshopped or whatever. But there was a photo that I saw that there's like it's not the picture of her on the bottle or whatever. Um, it's just a, a a picture of her and she's it's you know old black and white photo and she's standing at a table and she's making pancakes. But it's a picture from her waist up, and she's smiling. You know it's, it's Aunt Jemima. She's making pancakes or whatever. But then somebody supposedly, and this is part, I don't know if it was edited or somebody actually found the picture, but if you actually extend the photo and you see her feet, there is a chain around her ankle. And oh, that's shit. why I think they're... Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That, so I, I, I'm going to say this sense. again. Jesus. I don't know if it was wow. a, a photoshopped, yeah. but like I saw it a lot and that... Like I could be fooled by it, but I that was a picture I saw and I was like, maybe this would be the reason. <laughs> I mean, that's terrible, but at the same time, every time I make pancakes, I smile, so mm-hmm. I, underst- I understand the smile. You know, pancakes are delicious, and they smell great. Yeah, I haven't had pancakes. You know what, Keith, I'm coming over tomorrow. Make me some pancakes. You know, you got kids. <laughs> pancakes are a weekend thing, Dylan. This is what I tell my daughter. Oh, I got Saturdays <laughs> off. When she, when she gets up in the morning and she has, like, to go to school, well, school's over, but, like, she's going to have to go to camp next week, and she's just like, hey, what? like, can you make pancakes? And I'm like, you got no time for that. Like, here's oh here's God. a fucking granola bar. Like, see you later. Mm-hmm. Pancakes take time. Uh, let's get back. Get back to the episode. Um, so, 
Drake Miller's having a bad time at the birthday party. Launchpad shows up and with the cake and tries to tell Drake about the fearsome four or four of five that he saw. <laughs> uh, has a hard time doing it because he's out of breath. And Drake decides that he needs to go check out the bakery. So um, he goes to like, and this is where. He abuses a child. Well, so this is the thing is he was like, all right. The first it, of many. This was like the perfect excuse for him to leave the party, except nobody knows that he's Darkwing Duck. So like, he, he's like, oh, I'm going to go fight crime. See you later. Like what he had to do is he had to trick Tank Mallard, who's the older brother of Honker, into the he had to trip him into the cake ruining it and then be like oh i'll just don't worry i'll run to the bakery and get another cake and yeah it's a total dick move um cory i'm so sorry if this saturday i trip your son into his cake if i have to go fight crime oh yeah wait is there something going on, on saturday yeah it's son's You're... birthday all right, I, please send me a text. I do have the. It's my only day off. Sorry to interrupt the podcast, but I will show up if you send me a text. Yeah, I will tr- I'll try to remember. I'm going to be there with Levi. You guys can. Uh, we can compare the sizes we can, of we the can, kids. We can we can celebrate Corey's son's birthday I while comparing. I was going somewhere the, else. The size of my child. To, <laughs> to, to, <laughs> I literally thought that was going somewhere else. <laughs> We did that you a long time ago. Uh, no, no, because they no, haven't. I'm not they, say it out loud. No, I can't is, say it out loud. Le- <laughs> Levi and Carter I, have not I, been side by side an entire year. I so. work at a kids' camp. I can't say what I what I want to say. Nope. My prediction is that it's going to look like Carter could fit inside Levi. <laughs> like and wear yeah. him as a suit. Yeah. Probably. Sorry. <laughs> I still find it funny that I didn't think, I still find it funny that I didn't think <laughs> I was it was like, fucking... What the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> I oh. didn't know it was Corey's kid. That was a good one. That was embarrassing as shit. Hey, Corey, who's that kid? Uh, my kid? What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, the kid that looks exactly like me? Yeah. 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 I didn't want to be rude. He does That's look exactly like clone. you. I didn't know how to ask. <laughs> Corey, did you come in some lady and make a baby Whoa. that looks like oh. you? Well, <laughs> that's I how it works. My wife had something to do with it, but like not that much. I mean, Corey's well, like I, I did most of the work. Man, Corey's <laughs> Corey's a mean one. Corey's doing all the work in bed. <laughs> uh, uh, it's not another picture. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not wrong. Corey realized that his wife doesn't listen to her podcast and he was like I could say whatever yeah, the fuck I, I want right now that's <laughs> <laughs> what so just happened right. uh, that's, that's why I have a loose tongue on here too because if my wife hears the intro to our podcast she'll be like ah oh, fuck this shit like I'm done yeah. <laughs> uh, thing is you have to be careful because you're at least in the same building with her right now it's and she true. can just overhear you. Sometimes, you know what's funny is that Talking some, in sometimes, real time. sometimes when I'm when we're done recording, I go downstairs. The kids are sleeping because we always record at night. And I go downstairs afterwards and she goes, what was so funny up there? 
And like, I'll be like, I don't know. That was like, like, cause we'll have like one real big laugh where like, I'm like super yeah. loud. And I'll be like, honestly, that was like two hours ago. Like, I have no idea. Like, <laughs> I just like, we talked about a lot of stuff. Like, I can't rehash that. Listen to the episode and she won't. So anyway, uh, so back to the bakery. It, we're looking at the back room of the bakery. Negaduck is starting or he's staring into a portal that's in the top of a what i assume is a fake kick because the top of it like opens up it's like a big like six to eight foot tall kick um and the other members of the fearsome five come in find him there confront him and right when they show up also darkwing duck shows up negaduck blames the other fearsome four for basically leading darkwing duck to his hideout what did he call them? He kept calling them something, and I was like, is he calling them nubs or knobs? Oh, I think he called them nubs. I don't know. I was wondering, who, what, what kind of insult is a nub? I've never heard someone call someone a nub before. Is that a real insult? Maybe it means, like, insignificant. I don't know. I, I what don't is know. a nub? Yeah, exactly. What the, f- what the hell is a nub? <laughs> Well, regardless, the fearsome four, uh, uh, four out of the five, grab uh, Darkwing Duck and basically bring him over to the cake because they don't know what it is. And they throw him through the top of it and send him unknowingly into the negaverse. Uh, uh, Keith? Yeah? I- I'm sorry to interrupt, but this is really fucked up. I looked up the definition of nub. It has two definitions. They're both nouns. Guess what they are? Uh, well, if don't one guess, of them has to do with sauerkraut, I'm gonna. Can I just say die. this real quick before you guess the definitions? Uh, we have an employee that works downstairs, and he's a very good friend of mine. He's older. He's uh, very into. He's a white guy, very into NASCAR. Scraggly, he's a mechanic, and he's missing part of his pointer finger from the first <laughs> digit, like closest to your knuckle. So we call him Nubs. So that's my guess. <laughs> So my grandmother, my not not my living grandmother, but my <coughs> deceased grandmother, uh, lost part of her ring finger when she was a child. The door closed, and I didn't know this until oh, she she wow. pointed it out to me because she always painted like her the the nub. She would paint with uh, nail polish like the rest of her fingernails, so it would blend in. And I never knew till she pointed it out to me, and after that. It freaked me the fuck out for like the next 10 years until she died. I could not, every time I saw her, I'd fixate and look at her hand. Oh, and I was God. just like, because it, it, it wasn't that there was a nub nub finger there. It was that she painted the nub. Oh. That's what, that's what bothered oh, yeah. my, my brain. Can you imagine... Uh, yeah. That Tom's Tom's deceased grandmother, when she was alive, she felt comfortable enough with Tom, <laughs> one of her many grandchildren, to confide in him. Oh, I've been hiding this, but this is what it actually is. And then every time thereafterwards, when he walked in the room and she went and like put his hand, her hand on his shoulder, he was like, "Don't fucking touch me." <laughs> <laughs> what what actually led up to the conversation was my grandfather. Uh, was doing something in the garage and he was like leaving one of the garage doors real quickly and not paying attention and he 
closed it on his finger and it he oh, took God. off a good chunk of his oh. finger oh and my god this, you know, this and runs he, in your family yeah tom you gotta get he, hand insurance <laughs> he had to run <laughs> he had to run to the emergency room and he was complaining about the pain and my grandmother was kind of like saying oh he's being such a baby and then she showed me her hand, and I was like, what the? I mean, I was a little kid, but I was like, what? Your, your and she goes, look what happened to me. It wasn't a big deal. I was a little kid, and I didn't cry as much. Is anyone, else holding their, is anyone else holding their fingers right now besides me? Well, his, Tom's family has been waging a war I, against doors for decades, apparently. <laughs> no, a, a a, a war against their own fucking fingers. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Jesus, it's not doors. It's Jesus. fucking table saws. Wow. <laughs> oh, good god! Yeah. Hey, hey. I mean, wait, wait, let's be honest though. The table saw, although not a clean cut, is a cleaner cut than a door. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And and I happen to have a friend who worked in the emergency room, so I got there right away. They put me in the fast track. And they sewed my finger back together pretty quick. So yeah, they told the guy that was having an active heart attack that he needs to chill the fuck out because Tom's thumb is. A little right. he went to, I went to high school with him, so <laughs> it's okay. It up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Take an aspirin. <laughs> uh, yeah. So nubs. Yeah. So. Jesus. <laughs> oh, we. I didn't tell you the definition. You didn't oh, guess. Yeah, that's true. Uh, There's two. Let's guess both. We got it wrong. No. Okay. Small penis. Corey, let's pretend the podcast needs to end at some no, point. Needs, needs small penis. All right, Keith, you got it wrong. So, well, okay, Keith got it kind of right. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first <laughs> like, definition, like, like all of my answers in right in in, in life, I'm always kind of right. So, nub, the first definition is noun. It is the crux or central point of a matter. So it's super important. And then the second definition. Is it like the Harry Potter horcruxes? Could we just call them nubs? I think we could. They are (laughs) important. All right. So then the second definition is a small lump or protuberance. So something not so important. I like that word. <laughs> okay. That's what confused me. So it's either something really important or special or something not important or special and you don't like it. Huh. Wait, what hmm. was that word? Per- pertubins? <clears throat> pertubins. Pertubins. Yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess that really fits... Uh, I guess that fits the definition of penis, though, because sometimes it's very important, sometimes it's not important at all. Just the context yes. in which you're discussing. What are you talking about your penis is always important. Hey, well, Keith gets excited and he gets a three-inch protuberance. Listen, <laughs> listen. Some people don't want their penises anymore, so it's not important. So, okay, all right, touche, touche on that one. Yeah, okay. I yep. think you're two different ways. It's really important I to get, get rid of it. Okay. Uh, uh, I understand up now. Guy. Thank you. There you go. Have fun editing, Corey. So, or don't. I don't care. Um, so, Negaduck yells at the other uh, fearsome four as they basically just sent Darkwing into the Negaverse, which they had no idea like what what it was or what it would be or 
anything. No one could have ever imagined what was in that cake. No. Yeah. No. A portal to another uh, parallel universe where everything is opposite. Like... Uh, but anyway, we find out that the Negaverse is the real secret hideout. It's not just the back room of the bakery. The the actual portal into the Negaverse is the real secret hideout for Negaduck. Um, Darkwing lands in the Negaverse and he doesn't understand it basically at all. Uh, he's like, whoa, I'm in St. Canard, but everything looks terrible now. What the hell happened? Uh, he finds his home. Everything in his home is, like, essentially shitty and broken. Uh, Goslin, rather than being, like, this punky little girl that, you know, constantly, like, gives him trouble but helps him. Instead, she's, like, dressed in a nice pink dress and she's, like, super polite because it's, you know, opposite day. Um, Basically. Yeah, Launchpad shows up. Instead of being, like, goofy Launchpad, he's, like, badass Launchpad and has an axe. He ripped out a rose bush that he found and chops it up. <laughs> Uh, the TV comes on and Negaduck comes on the screen because apparently he just has access to like, mess. you know, go on TV whenever the fuck he wants. Um, and he basically says like, oh, Darkwing Duck is loose and you need to basically like, <laughs> he basically said you need to do all these things to him that involve Corey. murder. <laughs> Were you thinking what I was thinking? <laughs> Why is he inside that duck? That's <laughs> no. a fucking opinion. Uh, <laughs> hey. It's kind of loose in here. Yeah. <laughs> Get inside that duck. Gotta do your clenches, right? Gotta, it's, uh, it's quack, quackles. You gotta do your quackle quackles. <laughs> so. That cloica. Yeah, oh no. <laughs> Wait, no, hold on, hold on. That's fine, because you're exercising your butt and your vagina at the same time. Because they're Mm -hmm. in the same hole. Um, Yes, but it's important to note that ducks are one of the few bird species that have dicks. (laughs) Why did that sound so funny? (laughs) I was expecting some crazy scientific fact from Tom. Uh, Corey, mark, mark the time. It was 58 minutes and 10 seconds where Tom had an amazing an fact about ducks. Um, uh, you want to hear some really amazing facts? Uh, so I happen to know a lot about ducks just because I got into an argument with my grandmother. I thought he was going to say about, dicks. No. Well, well so, so my grandmother was a biochemist. And I'm a physicist. But I have a doctorate. She didn't. And I'm not trying to pull rank. Way to, way to dump I, on her there. <laughs> I, she, the argument was she was trying to say she knew more about biology than I did because she was a biochemist. And I was trying to point out that I, not just because I'm a physicist with a doctorate, but because I constantly watch documentaries. I'm trying to learn things all the time. I have a, a fascination with learning new things. That's why I knew more. But then it escalated because we got into this argument over the fact that I said ducks have penises. And she's like, no. But she lives on a lake and there's a lot of ducks here and they shit on her, her uh, docks. So 
we're talking about the Ducks, and I, I happen to mention some facts, and we're going back and forth, tit for tat, when it comes to facts. I mentioned male nub. ducks. Yeah, nub for nub. Uh, male ducks have corkshoe scraped. Uh, not scraped. I've heard this before. Corkshoe. Yeah. yeah. Corkshoe. Oh, my God. Corkshoe. Corkscrew. There yes, we go. Thank you, Corey. Corkscrew. Corkscrew shaped penises that are three feet long. Whoa. And Wait, doesn't everybody? Three, three feet? <laughs> three feet. That's longer than three the feet. fucking duck. It <laughs> is. It is. No longer than my arm. It has to fucking retract and like... And, and female ducks it's, have... It's like a measuring The inverse-shaped, you know, inside, so they corkscrew what, into each other. it just curls around inside them? Hey, they corkscrew yeah, no, into I'm each other. I'm sorry. The female it, duck yes, does they not have... Yes, corkscrew into each other. The, yeah, but the female, there's no way the female has three feet of corkscrew vagina. Yo, because there would be no crazy, room bro. for Hold on, hold on. Here's a very important question. Does the duck spin or does the penis spin? This is a, this is a very important <laughs> question. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm down to watch a fucking duck documentary. Two ducks are trying to this, fuck. No, and one <laughs> just starts There's gotta be one out there. I already I already know the answer. Oh god. Both of them. It's both. No, no, it's 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 the most it's Occam's razor. It's the most simple answer. Every female duck is a spinner. <laughs> Okay. And a squirter. <laughs> and a sauerkraut <laughs> squirter. Sauerkraut squirters. Oh, God. Now it sounds like a baseball team. Yeah. Oh, no. So, you know so, there's a German baseball team called the sauerkraut, <laughs> sauerkraut squirters. squirters? It's because they all eat sauerkraut before the game and they just fucking have diarrhea the whole time. <laughs> Anyhow, um, my grandmother fought with me for like a half an hour. She claimed ducks don't have dicks, and I'm like, okay, birds, 90% of birds don't have dicks. They, they have, all of them have cloacas, and they do cloaca kisses in order to, you know, pass on their genetic material for them to do their thing. <laughs> the cloaca but kisses duck, is also yes. another baseball team name. <laughs> that's yeah, that's, that's, no, I was going to say, that's Dylan's uh, other band. We have the, uh, the Orioles, the Cardinals, and the cloaca kisses. Yeah, cloaca kisses, for some reason, Corey's got to be in that oh band. Oh my god, that's terrible. <laughs> I don't know why, but Corey's got to be like... Uh, <laughs> the drummer and the bass player. So Tom had yeah. to go out oh, into the yard. <clears throat> Tom had to go out into the yard, catch a duck, and pull its dick out. And <laughs> his grandmother was just out. like, wow, He's, it is a corkscrew. You, you step on a duck, it oh. then makes a fart sound and shoots the dick out at the same time. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Like one of those party favors, those things you blow into you that goes... Cr- you know what's crazy you know, is that it, I, unrolls. Yep. I just believe you even more now because you know the procedure for how to get the duck dick to come out. Oh, it's like I am a doctor, in the, Keith. That's true. It's, it's, Trust it's me. Like a, it's in the part in um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit when the guy, the bad guy, gets ro- rolled over by the uh, oh yeah the yeah the steamroller thing. Steamroller, yeah. And he yep. just squished a duck like that, and then his penis comes out last, <laughs> and you see what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I mean, it's the whole reason why you run people over with the steamrollers to see their penis, <laughs> yeah. right? That's why. That's why I do it. 
science. What the fuck? You know, it's on. The cream? Hold on. All right. For science. For science. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Keith, for you it's for science, for me it's a hobby. There you go. <laughs> for him it's pleasure. <laughs> well, that's because you, once you've seen it once, if you keep doing it, it's just for fun. It's no longer for science. Tom's on a roll tonight. Tom's on a roll. Do we realize that our, our text chain from before the podcast started had predicted the future of the podcast? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy that in our Dylan says, four hours later, Keith defending how a duck's butthole couldn't be sucked into oblivion. Slightly off. Slightly off. But then Tom saying, along with my discussion on duck dongling, yep. has literally come up. I swear I didn't do that on purpose. I completely forgot about it. I swear. <laughs> oh, God. All I right. guess I was saving it for later. Yeah. I mean, hey, listen. It, it was inevitable. It was literally inevitable. <laughs> yep. Everything, everything comes out of this podcast. Um, it's an educational podcast. <laughs> I thought that was Keith segueing into him coming out for a second. No, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I, like, I got super serious. I was just like, oh, no, Keith, oh, what do you, no. you got to tell us? <laughs> well, what's going on here? We love uh, you. You guys, we, I lo- hate, we I, love you. I, you know what? Love you. I love you. This is a safe space, Keith. Hey, guys, I just, I just learned that some birds have penises, and I'm enamored. <laughs> I just can't get enough. Uh, oh. I'm going to have to go Google bird penises when we're done here. I didn't predict, I didn't predict that one. <laughs> and you know what? If that doesn't do it, then the cloacal... Cloaca kisses will have to, you know, suffice. That is a really tough word to say. It, it's, it, is. Dude, it it's is. It is. It's terrible, especially after, like, a couple Manhattans. It's really, really difficult. <laughs> I'm kind of sober, and I still can't say yeah. it. <laughs> to be honest, and, I, Corey, you don't have to cut this out, but I've been really worried the whole time that I'm drinking, and I have to say nega duck. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, I was going to mention it earlier, Keith. Make sure you get that oh, hearty in dude. there. I just have to. And like the Negaverse, and like, it's. it's oh, honestly, man. I picked this episode. I was like, this is going to be great. And after I picked it, wow. I, was, I was like, oh, wait, I usually drink while doing this. Holy oh, shit, no. I better not have like. The thing is, I never. The funny thing is, is that I never say that word. But, but if I'm drinking, you're close. I might I might <laughs> just like slip. Yeah, yeah, I might just slip. Yeah. It's like, okay, Keith. No matter. I edit this. I got I know. you. All right. Oh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how many that times you slipped up. That did not sound too sincere. Honestly, <laughs> that was a conniving. I got you. Honestly, got you. The, the only other thing that I thought of is, you know what? You know what you could do is you could. What if I just narrated, which I'm terrible with accents, so this wouldn't work, but what if I just did the whole thing with a Boston accent because they don't pronounce their R's? Hold on. Let's, so then, uh, let's hear this Boston accent. No. Yeah. Yeah, Does well, it sound no, like no, your Australian I don't want to hear the, the Boston accent, but you're supposed to be doing it as, as you're explaining Darkwing Duck. 
Yeah. So put the two together. Let's see what you got. Oh God! Now I gotta find a sentence though that has like some R's in it. All right, and then oh, remove it. This is not gonna go well. At least an R. Oh God! <laughs> no. Let's get danger. Danger. No, this doesn't work. No. It doesn't. No. No. Because you can be like, I am park my car in Harbor Yard, and you know, like do that like thing, right? But like. You can't like, you can't say "let's get dangerous" it's, in a Boston accent. Let's get dangerous. Let's get dangerous. It, I think the R's got to be at the end of the word. And mm, I'm just gonna say mm. that. Well, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's a terrible. Every time we talk about me doing an accent, it's like a flop. And I don't know why yeah. I always. I go, hey, look, I'm terrible at doing accidents. Let me waste two minutes of this. And every time we're like, let's every hear time. it. Yeah. Yep. Hey, someone, <laughs> in the world, someone in the world's going to like it. You know, ten, get ten, one. Let us confirm that it is still no, true that ten, you're terrible. No, you know what it is, Corey? Is that like a couple years from now, you can do like a. Uh, you could do a compilation of every time Keith has That's tried to do an accent. Well, true. <laughs> <laughs> but like every time I've tried to do an accent, you splice them all you, together. Do you it's realize like, oh. I would have already had to have like been compiling this. Otherwise, oh, I'd have to be like, I'm going to listen through all 300 plus hours of podcasts to do this. I got a solution. To do it when we're rich. Fan, dear listeners. Oh, yeah. Uh, dedicated listeners, please. Show us your compilations of Keith's terrible accents. Yo. We'd appreciate wow. it. Uh, hold on. Yes, it would. <laughs> that was a weird statement, though. Dear listeners, please show us your compilations of Keith's terrible accents. <laughs> or, I was or, channeling yeah. my Christopher Walken. <laughs> Ooh, what a great voice that is. All right, yeah. so... We're going to get through this, I swear to fucking God. This is, I don't uh, know about that. <clears throat> we got to do it. We got to do it. So, uh, Darkwing Duck lands in the Negaverse, and he finds his home. Everything's broken. He met Goslin. She's in a pink, a nice pink dress, and she's being very nice, which is out of character. Uh, Launchpad shows up. He's tough as nails instead of goofy. And... Um, why would he be goofy? Well, no, he's not goofy, but like Launchpad's a little bit goofy of a character. Uh, but not goofy, yeah, the character. No. Negaduck comes on the TV and basically warns everybody that Dark Green Duck is on the loose and essentially to kill him. Kill him and capture him, and preferably kill him and then capture him. And then Launchpad realizes that the man or the duck in front of him is Dark Green Duck. He pulls out a rocket launcher and tries to shoot him. Uh, Dark Green takes. Dark! Dark wing, dark wing, yeah. Dark wing, dark. There it is. That was pretty. That was pretty good. Dark wing, dark. Dark wing, dark. Dark wing, dark takes Goslin and runs to the model foot house. Yo, that was good. That's that was that was good. You know what's stupid? You know what's stupid is that all you do is you replace. No, you know what it is. I figured it out. The Boston accent is not replacing R's with, like, A's. It's just replacing every single vowel with an O. <laughs> oh, dude, that's... Wait, Tank Modelfoot to... explains to Doc Wing that he's in a different world called the Nagavas. Wow. <laughs> right? Wow. Careful. <laughs> 
<laughs> wow. <laughs> it's <laughs> Your That's one word you wanna, that. you wanna, you yeah. wanna. It was Naga. It was Naga. Uh-huh. It's fine. There's no, no. That's one word you don't play it fast <laughs> and loose with. Uh, all right, let's let's switch out of Boston mode. <laughs> where, so in the in the negaverse where everything is opposite, uh, Darkwing still doesn't believe him. Uh, Herb and Binky Muddlefoot, who are the parents of Honker and Tank. They show up and mistake Darkwing for what they call Lord Negaduck. Uh, they bring him to Honker's party, where Honker basically goes, "No, that's not that's not Negaduck. That's Darkwing Duck." Um, did you guys notice that Honker's basically Tank. Tank? What? That was Tank. No, that was Honker. Tank. Oh, that was Tank. It's Honker's birthday. Yes, but Tank was the bad guy in the good world, but now that he's in the bad world, Tank he's, became the smart yeah, kid who guy. explained things. Yes, yes he's yeah, a good yeah, yeah. guy, but he was explaining yeah, Tank, things. Tank was explaining, but Darkwing didn't believe him. And then the parents right. come in, and they go, oh, it's Honker's birthday, like, Negaduck, why don't you come in and hang out, and blah, blah, blah. They go see Honker, and Honker's basically like Hitler. Yeah. He's like... I'm I'm gonna bring in on this real quick. Yeah. Uh, since in that part of the episode, since I w- was playing a decent amount of Diablo, I'm basically like dreaming about it every time. As <laughs> soon as they jumped in that, it looked like Diablo, and oh, then yeah. him sitting in the chair, I instantly and him being a little like you know opposite in the dickhead or whatever, I was like it would be really funny if somehow he was like a boss in Diablo and I got to fight him. <laughs> just thought I just thought I bring that up. Yes, I think that honker would make a really awesome. Oh, Negaverse honker, honker. Yes, he would, looked small, but like as soon as he started running up and he had the chain, I was like, "Yo, that oh, yeah. would actually make a really good character." Yeah, he's so, small and quick and hits you with a chain. So they capture uh, Darkwing and they decide to cook him over a big fire pit. Uh, Darkwing ends up getting saved, like, cause he was, like, fucked. Um, there's no way out of that. He actually gets saved by, uh, the Friendly Four. Yeah, and why, Corey, did you not introduce us as the Friendly Four? Oh, shit. So, here's the thing. I take my notes in, uh, I've started taking notes when I begin the episode. So, I'd already gotten to that part where, uh... uh Negaduck had called them the Geek Squad. Oh, yeah. So that's what I went with. And I didn't even think about it by the time they mentioned the Friendly Four. Yeah. So the Friendly Mm. Four is the Fearsome Five from Darkwing's world, minus Negaduck, because he's not part of the Friendly Four. Also, are we that friendly? Uh, I mean, to to each other. I'm pretty friendly. I think I'm friendly. Not to Keith, but I'm friendly yeah, in general. Fuck you, <laughs> well, Keith, Keith. I mean, that's more yeah. of like a... That's just how we show our love, is by being mean. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the Irish way. Yes. Yeah, Keith, you're a piece of shit. Yeah, you. just throw, throw potatoes at each other and insults. Yep. Um, yep. When you're out of potatoes, throw insults. So... <laughs> Ooh, I like that. So is that that's, that's going to be the t-shirt. honestly honestly that should that should be an Irish saying. Throw potatoes Hold at your on, friends. That that, that's not a, yeah, I would wear that on a shirt. Mm-hmm. Say it again. What was it? When you're out of pit, when, when you're, you're out, out of potatoes, potatoes throw insults. Throw, throw insults. Yeah. Yo, that's good. 
I was just thinking the potato on the shirt, Keith. It could be the potato from episode <laughs> four that traumatized your daughter. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so they explain. Traumatized your they, daughter. They explain to Darkwing that they're actually the good guys in this world, and that they saved him. And he tries to leave because um, Darkwing's like, "Okay, that's great. You're the good guys. Like, see you later. I'm getting back to you know Saint Canard. Like, I'm I'm done here." And Goslin from this world who's actually very nice and pleasant gives him a hug and she's like yeah you're right you should get back to the goslin of your world and like it kind of touches him right in the right in the soft spot and he's like all right well well which apparently for a duck is i don't know the cloaca <laughs> I, wait can you have a cloaca and a three foot long corkscrew dick i feel like that's that's just you unfair. still need the shit keith uh, yeah, I was just going to say that, Corey. Thank you. Yeah, but isn't a cloaca also a vagina? For, uh, for So ducks female, can go yeah. fuck themselves, yeah. That's why oh, it's yeah. three feet long. <laughs> yeah. God, wow. ducks are the perfect being. We've been, we've ducks been really... Ducks can go fuck themselves. <laughs> Let's get dangerous. <laughs> That's what they're going Oh, for. no! Oh, no! Oh, terrible. So anyway, Darkwing Duck has, he has a, you know, uh, he has a change of heart. He decides boner. to stay in, yeah, he has a three foot long boner and he decides to stay and help <laughs> all of his friends. Um, so he starts to train them uh, based on all their strengths. And it was a very quick training session. And then Negaduck shows up and he captures them and basically puts them in a tower. Uh, so Darkwing Duck is strapped to a giant piece of metal with a giant hammer over him called the Nega Hammer, because why not? And uh, when that hammer drops, it's going to kill him. And instead of just doing that, Nega Duck sets up a rope attached to the hammer that when the rope is broken, the hammer will drop on him. And the rope is being slowly cut by a giant blade swinging from a pendulum because why not have the, you know, the stereotypical scene Keith, where not the... to derail you, I'm teaching pendulums tomorrow in my physics class. I'm excited. Well, you should show them this the clip from this episode. And... I might do that. I actually might do that. <laughs> what bothers me about it, though, is that either... like. If the pendulum's swinging, like, the pendulum has to, like, drop down somehow, right? Like, it needs mm -hmm. to, like, drop down slightly to mm -hmm. slice more parts of the rope, or the rope needs to slightly move up periodically. Well, yeah, there's a way for pendulum to do that, rocking back and forth. There's a set of teeth that just drops down yeah, every time it completes so. the swing. Yeah. yeah. I'm so, going to drop this little bit of information before you continue, and this is just my brain being weird. Anytime... I see someone being, this will sound weird, but anytime I see someone being tied down like that in like a movie or a cartoon or whatever. You think it's hot? I know. No, I get it. I, I'm reminded of the scene in Princess Bride where they're trying to shock him back awake and he's like laying down on the table. I don't know why I always think of it, but that's what I think of. See, I just think of like mm -hmm. holy sauerkraut, Batman. And that's <laughs> holy sauerkraut squirter, Batman. Hey, <laughs> you know that the sauerkraut squirter is on the Batman utility belt. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, 
They get it right in the mouth. (laughs) 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 Got to use that against the right villain. (laughs) (laughs) So Negaduck leaves and basically just like, you know, gives Darkwing and his friends a chance to escape, essentially. It's the the quintessential setup for villain to be like, okay, well, you're going to die when this happens, but I'm not going to watch it happen. See you later. Uh, Quackerjack uses this weird clown toy that he created that has all sorts of axes built into it. Uh, he activates it, and let's be honest, this is the scariest, creepiest clown toy I think I've ever seen. Uh, it's a clown toy that turns into a spider where all of the <laughs> limbs have axes. It's badass. I'm, Especially I'm disagree for a Disney with you cartoon. On that, but I will explain why later. Okay, so the clown tie busts through their their like uh, glass encagement, goes up to Darkwing, magically cuts all of the ropes, but without cutting Darkwing, and they go to escape. Um, the friendly four then get to work, basically, essentially uh, <laughs> gentrifying the the negaverse. <laughs> <laughs> they 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 restore power to the city. They clean the water. They regrow all the plants, and Negaduck is, like, super mad about that. Um, so then, in his mind, he's just like, well, I'm going to go back to St. Canard and ruin Darkwing's world. And when he goes back there, the Friendly Four shows up to ambush him. They're all dressed like Darkwing, though, which is fantastic. <laughs> I thought that was hysterical, where they all have Darkwing hats and capes, and the hats, in I- most cases, don't even fit them. I was going to say, the hats were the best, especially, like, Mega... What's his name? Mega um, Mega Volt. Mega Volt. Yeah, the uh, the plug is sticking ha- through the top. Yeah, like he slammed the hat down, so the plug just tore through the top. I that think cracked with, me up. I think with Bushwhack, his hair is sticking out of the top of his hat too. Mm. Um, mm. So it's pretty funny, but like they they've basically they're like we're the good guys. Like we know that Darkwing Duck is not going to stay here, so like we are the Darkwing Duck of this world. Um, so they actually work together pretty seamlessly to fight off the Muddlefoots of this world, which are helping Negaduck. Negaduck escapes back um, through the... Whoa, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Huh? Are you going to skip over the severe child abuse? <laughs> you mean when the child was whipping a chain at Megavolt? And, and then Megavolt electrocutes the child repeatedly and then uh bushwhack <laughs> grabs him and beats him up with a flower and then flings him to his death presumably um, way already, off in the distance we've already established earlier in this episode that honker muddlefoot in this universe is basically hitler Whoa. all right fair enough i feel like that's he, why they he deserves so everything badly. he got and more yep I mean, he was the one that gave the order to basically kill Darkwing Duck by roasting him over fire. Yeah. So, listen. So, if you're old enough to give orders to kill, you're old enough to be killed. So, in other words, Keith is saying, fuck that kid. Yeah. I mean, well, fuck Honker in the Negaverse. <laughs> well, that sounds terrible. Whoa. <laughs> 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 Fuck you and your megaverse, Keith. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, listen. 
Fuck Make you. him to jail. Fuck you right, fuck you right in Put the neck Put him with Jared. Oh, God. <laughs> so, um, Duck basically goes back to St. Canard to be like, you know what? I'm going to ruin Darkwing's world. And <laughs> the, um, once he goes through, uh, Darkwing actually goes back through the portal uh, to chase after him. He catches up with Negaduck. They fight. Uh, Darkwing pull. Well, Negaduck has like a whip, and then Darkwing gets the whip, and then accidentally wraps around the end of a giant plug in this like portal. Wait, wait, wait. What kind of plug? The universal plug. No, no, no. The universal butt plug. Well, they, they didn't call it butt plug, but yeah. It was the universal butt plug. It so, was heavily implied. So that Neg- was clearly the universe's <laughs> anus Neg- that yeah, he it pulled the, it out of. It is the universe's anus. <laughs> so Negaduck says if he pulls that plug out, they'll be sucked into oblivion. <laughs> and, and as a physicist, I'll tell you right now, you pull the universe's butt plug, that's what will happen oh, yes, to you. You'll absolutely. get sucked into the universe's anus. So uh, Darkwing pulls it anyway, uh, hits... Nega duck with it. Wow, I wrote nega fuck with that one, huh? Okay, <laughs> didn't proofread that. Uh, there was a couple of those that I actually uh, corrected, but um... so anyway, he get, nega duck gets sucked into oblivion, and Darkwing uses the plug to he throws it through the doorway that he's trying to get through. He gets it lodged in there, climbs up the rope, and gets through the doorway, so he returns home. Negaduck is gone. I don't know. Maybe he comes back at some point eventually, but he... Can if, I just ask a, the yeah. physics question, my one physics question to Tom? Um, I don't know what this thing is that he unearthed or whatever that is. It's a black hole or, you know... I thought it was a black hole, and we all know how black holes work. Once you're getting sucked in, you're spaghetti, and you're, you're dead, right? And maybe it's not a black hole, because like he said, Darkwing Duck might... Or the other guy might come back. Um... But that one door, how was the door staying still? Why wasn't that sucked into? That was one thing that bothered me. Oh, it did. It did get sucked it in. It did get sucked in, yeah. It just afterwards. So the the plug, he lodged the plug in the door. The door was more of a fabric of like the, the structure of the, the portal that they were going through. So once he mm. climbed through the door, the portal itself disappeared, meaning that the portal got sucked through the butt plug. Got it. The butt plug the butt hole. hole. Yeah, the butt hole. <laughs> the butt hole, Keith. Correction. So, um, so anyway, um, he's just anchored through the doorway. After the, the portal's destroyed, Darkwing Duck goes back to the Muddlefoot's house uh, with a new cake, by the way. He picks up a new cake, and he realizes that the world... That the other world was so terrible, he's like, you know what? I really love the Muddlefoots, because they're not the... Nazi sympathizing muddlefoots that he met in the Negaverse. So, I guess the moral of the story is really if you hate somebody, just imagine the multiverse Nazi version of that person, and maybe you'll like the existing version of them a little bit more. <laughs> wow, that's pretty, that's pretty solid statement. That's, that's what wow. I. That's what I kind of actually took away from this episode, to be honest. All right. It's hard to argue that. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it's 
Corey, yeah, the Nazi part, but we, I feel like we got a lot of material here. So, well, we were uh, saying Krauts a lot, so I guess the Nazi part did work. <laughs> so, <laughs> how many corkscrew cocks out of ten would you give this episode? Hmm. <laughs> Shall I go first? first? Sure. Anyone. Okay, I'll go. Um, so I watched this and I thoroughly fell in love with Darkwing Duck all over again. I haven't seen an episode of Darkwing Duck in like probably almost 30 years, close to 30 years. Watching this made me just absolutely become so happy because I, I, I forgot about this gem. Um, I'm going to give it a 9. It's it's one of those uh, late '80s, early '90s Disney cartoons, which are just wonderful. Good animation, good good music, uh, great, interesting storyline that keeps moving along. Um, and and even if stuff's ridiculous on rewatch as an adult, it's still funny to talk about and point out things. So I really loved this show and I started watching the next episode and had to stop because I didn't want to mix them up. Uh, so, so yeah, I give it a nine. So Tom, real quick, true corkscrew shaped. Is there, is, is there a, is there a parallel? Corkscrew cocks. And I just realized this now. I can't talk is there a parallel here Cork between shoe cocks. the type Cork, of nope. screw cocks? Did I get it? I got it. I got yeah. it. Okay, Keith. Okay. Proceed, so Keith. Is there, is there a parallel here between the type, or not a parallel, but there's there's a type of hero. And I feel like as soon as I tie this together, you're either going <laughs> to really agree with me or disagree with me. But it's the kind of hero like Darkwing Duck that is... Um, he gets the job done, but he's overconfident, and then he fucks up a bunch. But still, at the end of the day, the result is the same. And I feel like it's it's like the same thing that Bruce Campbell does. Yes, and I it's feel got like Bruce Campbell energy. It's, it's the Bruce Campbell like um, recipe, let's say for mm-hmm. for heroism, where it's like. Oh, he's way overconfident. He screwed this shit up. He doesn't believe anybody. And then he finally fucking gets it beaten into his head. And then he turns around and saves the day. And then you're just like, man, this guy's great. I don't know why he's great. Like, I should kind of think this guy's an asshole, but I don't. Like, because mm-hmm. he's really great. So, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, he's got, yeah, <laughs> instead of big dick energy, he's got Bruce Campbell energy. So the BC, <laughs> the BCE instead of the BDE. Uh, yep. But anyway, I guess I'll go next. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I watched this episode. I watched a couple other ones. I, it's hard because I'm not gonna, unless my daughter, <laughs> can watch this show without having more nightmares. I don't know if it was just that one episode. Cause that was like the fourth episode she watched. And that was the only one that she was like, you know, complaining you about. Know you tell Maya, tell Maya, she would have starved during the famine. Yeah, I know. We should throw fuck? some potatoes at her. So did she like express concern during the episode? No. Or was it just like after it was she watched up. it? She yeah. 
he was waking, that night had an issue. He was waking up in the middle of the night and her being like, I'm scared. And she was like, what? And we were like, what are you scared of? And she was like, a potato Potatoes. monster with fangs. And, she, <laughs> and we were just like, oh, because you watch Darkwing Duck. And she was like, yeah. And yeah. we were just like, oh, okay. Well, that happened. So, um... She'll never eat a baked potato again, Keith. Yeah, she she ate one like oh, two days later. <laughs> she she right. ate one oh. two days later. Oh, okay. She's fine. She loves yeah, baked right. potatoes. She's, she's a big girl. Yeah. She can handle this show. Play it for uh, her again. But she's Keith. probably no. I I think she needs to take a break from the show for a little while, <laughs> and then she'll come back to it and she'll like it. But not for that reason. But for the fact that like I do really love this show, but I'm not going like. Honestly, there's so many other things that I have wanted to watch that I would put in front of this. I'm going to give this... Uh, I'm going to give it a six and a half. Um, because it's below the threshold of me wanting to watch more of it. I'm glad that we've visited it. And if one of you found a great episode and wanted to watch it, I'd be totally down for it. But I'm not going to sit here and watch the series. Um, it's not... To me... It's not entertaining enough in this day and age for me to want to rewatch it, but the nostalgia was there, and I did think it was really good for what it was. Uh, I'm, like, in the middle of Keith and Tom here because I would like to rewatch it. Uh, it did catch my interest again, and I was like, oh, you know, I, I would definitely watch this, um, but I'm not, like, jumping towards it, like, oh, I really want to watch this again. Uh, the thing you said before about the puppet being the weirdest thing, and I had to look this up. I know there's another episode about him, uh, but his name is Mr. Banana Brain, and in the scene with the four henchmen oh, no, or whatever. No, that's, that's his, no, so that's, that's not the, that's not the I was, clown puppet with the axes, but Mr. Banana Brain is his ventriloquist puppet that he yes. talks to yes that is and creepy too very that is one thing that when i watched it i saw it and i was like holy shit that fucking thing like your daughter with nightmares <laughs> yeah. i was like oh my god that fucking thing yeah. like forgot about that um never eat bananas but, or potatoes ever again i guess <laughs> uh things i wrote down uh the nostalgia like i haven't seen this in a long time the the four henchmen are, are great like the yeah. water dog as soon as i saw him i was like oh i forgot about him uh the, the weird clown guy uh the electric guy um i will say a bold statement here the electric dude is literally palpatine he literally just shoots electricity out of his fucking fingers he may not have the force yeah but and he's <laughs> weird and quirky but he, he's palpatine to me and i was like that's pretty crazy um, I definitely like the like classic slapstick comedy. Um, I mean, that's what this show is basically about. Um, maybe someone could look this up for me. I didn't do my research, but there's it's the the fatter of the henchmen. The guy who does that voice reminds me he's done so many voices. I don't know who it is, but it's such like a silly, wacky, funny voice. And I just imagine the guy in the recording studio doing these voices and the way he's acting. And I just, I, I, don't, I don't know who he is, but... Are you talking about Quacker Jack? Maybe. He was the big one. The big one that's just, like a jester? Uh, no, no, no. Um, not one of those guys. Well, no, no, no. Well, maybe he did the voice of them, no, too. No, you but mean I'm thinking... Herb uh, Muddlefoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Him, yes. Him, too. Whoever whoever does his voice. Um, I know he's done... I heard him. I'm like, he's done so much. 
Um, meets a duck. I thought yeah, blah blah blah. Uh, already did that. Oh, so <coughs> excuse me. When they <coughs> when they pin him down and they say, "Are you sure this is the right guy?" I immediately thought of the Big Lebowski. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm you're not Lebowski. I'm you're I'm not Lebowski. You're Lebowski. I'm I'm the dude. And then I was like, with this whole metaverse, I don't know. My brain was just like everything opposite. Like, I'm not Darkwing Duck. You're Darkwing Duck. I'm yeah. I'm the dude or something. I don't know. Uh, so yeah, I'm in the middle of you guys. I'm gonna give this Tom. Why'd you give it a, a nine? And Keith gave mm-hmm. it a 6.5? Yeah. I'm going to go... I'll go... I'll go. I'll give it an 8. I'll, I'll give it an 8. Oh, it was very good. Uh, very enjoyable to watch. Nothing bad about it. I'll give it an 8. Alright, so... I enjoyed this episode. I watched it twice. Very rarely do I actually get the opportunity to watch one of the longer episodes that we do twice anymore. It feels like I'm always running out of time. Uh, but this was enjoyable both times. I personally, out of all the um, Disney Afternoon or Disney, uh, what is it called? Disney Afternoon cartoons? Whatever yeah. the block was. I think Darkwing Duck is my personal favorite. Uh, with the nod that I understand DuckTales is probably the best overall. Um. And one thing I was really kicking myself last week is I didn't mention the NES games. Yeah. All these oh, all these Disney yeah. Afternoon uh, cartoon block uh, shows had really good to Tailspin games. Mm-hmm. And Darkwing Duck this is actually is my favorite true. of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's one of my like most enjoyable experience experiences was playing that game for YouTube back in the day, which like thirty six people watched. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like it's one of those games. It like is like in the style like a Mega Man kind of mm, like where you get to cool. pick your you know stage. Mm-hmm. I think and I don't know. I I just really enjoy it. Um, actually, I don't know if you pick your stage, but. I, I don't know. It plays like Mega Man. Mm. And I was kicking myself because the DuckTales game was even better. And had like some of the best music. That that game being great. And I know you guys always are uh, Tom and Keith are always telling stories about like the time when they were playing Rescue Rangers and I wasn't invited. Um... (laughs) I don't believe you weren't invited. I believe you just didn't show. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so... I think like, it was actually I, I, before you came back to... Was that before you came back to D&D? It might have been. I don't know. I feel like it was in the middle of it, um, to be honest. But I don't think... I don't. I maybe just, I wasn't I just, able to make it one I night. Don't, I just can't... I mean, well, so that might have been the thing, is maybe we went to play D&D and you couldn't make it, and then we were just like... I think... Oh, I think like, that was the reason. Let's just go play I, these video games instead of playing D and D or something. Hey, let's just because do this thing Thursday. that we that uh. Oh, let's just go do this Corey thing that would Corey would rather do. Yeah, this thing that Corey would have shown D&D. up for if he told him instead of D and D. But anyway, like with all that said, like Darkwing Duck, 
I know that I love this show the most out of those cartoons. But this episode in particular, I don't think was the best of the best. So I would actually give it seven and a half corkscrew cocks out of this out of was, ten. This was rated would you in, say in it, the top ten, like ever. It's not not the cream okay. of the crop. The cream of the crop. So <laughs> I the thing I, is, it's all opinions. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So it's like is, I looked up multiple lists of top ten, and this showed up on multiples, and I was like. All right, well, like, let's you know, and I watched it, and I think that it, I think that the re- part of the reason why it shows up on the top ten is because number one, you see the majority of the villains. Um, yeah, you, once anytime you're dealing with the fearsome five, it's probably yeah, and they a all little bit more be, interesting than just dealing with like one off. Yeah, yeah. But plus, you know. in this episode, like, because in a lot of other episodes, like Goslin is. It's involved. his adoptive daughter, and she's involved, but she's usually, like, yeah. a nuisance that causes problems for him, and sometimes yeah, like she helps like... out, and in this, you actually see him, like, miss her, and, like, like mm-hmm. he ha- he actually, instead of just being, like, the hard-ass parent, he's actually just, like, because that's the whole reason why he stays in the Negaverse, is because there's a Goslin there, too. That seems to need him. Yeah, so, like... It's it, it was one of those things where like it was a little bit extra character development and that's why I feel like this episode ends up in the top ten. But to mm. your point, there are probably better episodes that display like raw the, the usual di- the yeah, usual dynamic of the yeah. show where it's like raw right. uncorked Darkwing Duck Dick. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it, it'd yeah. be like for instance, imagine an episode uh, of Inspector Gadget, which we haven't watched yet. Uh, without Penny and Brain. Yeah, exactly. True. Like, that's what it kind of felt like to me, where it's just like, all right, so this is really Darkwing Duck heavy (laughs) when I remember Launchpad and and Goslin playing a bigger role. It's like the episode last week... When yeah. I did Scrooge McDuck. Oh, yeah, without the Huey, and... Dewey, and Louie. I, I don't <laughs> yeah. remember if we mentioned that in the episode. I was also annoyed we that did. I didn't you, mention you that. You pointed did. that out. Did. You did okay, point that good. out. Yeah, I haven't got I, to edit that yet. But I like... didn't even think about it till after you pointed it out. I'm like, oh, yeah, shit. Because <laughs> I remember when, before we watched the episode for that one, I remember thinking, like, I wonder if we're going to end up doing, like, a... Like, everybody picks a Huey, Dewey, or Louie or something. <laughs> for like their name at the beginning and it's just like nope. I, I, I'll be honest I don't remember if in the show Grunta, they have like significant uh, differences between Huey, Dewey, and Louie mm. or if they're all just basically triplets that have the same personality yeah it's so. just the colors it's been a are. long time <laughs> yeah oh uh, wow. I wanted to point out real quick um, Dylan was mentioning Herb Muddlefoot's voice. I can't believe none of us recognized that that was Jim Cummings' voice. Thank you. Half the characters yeah. on this are Jim Cummings. Yeah. Yeah, because well, well he, half of the characters of all Disney series. Do are you Jim have a, a list of like what he's done in front of you? Uh, he's Winnie the Pooh. He's Tigger. That's, he's oh, been so, the Tasmanian Devil. He's so there's Fat one Cat spot from in, Chip and Dale. There's one spot in this episode when it, it was weird. When he first started talking, I instantly heard Winnie the Pooh, and I'm like, "That's got to be the guy for Winnie the Pooh." But as the episode went on, I it like went away, and I'm like, "Maybe it's not him." But it, yeah, it's Winnie the Pooh. I knew mm. it was some 
very good voice actor that's done a thousand cartoon voices. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's it. Yeah, yeah so we'd done. like to thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to us talk about cloaca and corkscrew dicks. Uh, please drive safe. Uh, if you can do us a favor and leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, we really appreciate it. And also, if you enjoy the podcast, you know, let some friends know. Word of mouth is the best way to grow a podcast, and that would really help us out. And until all are one, I've been Corey. I've been Tom. Let's get dangerous. Son of a bitch, Keith. <laughs> I've been Dylan. <laughs> Son of a bitch, Keith. <laughs> Lots got dangerous. <laughs> <No. laughs> Slits bites. Let's get dangerous. I'm just going to edit Keith out. What? Lots <laughs> <laughs> got dangerous. I, I had it like cocked and ready, and then you said <laughs> it. And I was like, son of I'm a still bitch. In All right. Well. You know what? The great part about this is that I always have the outro regardless because it's all about the dick.